Delighted to have my old friend, dear friend, Henry Fernandez from Leap in the house. Good to be here. It's nice to see you, Henry Fernandez. Always good. So I'm embarrassed to tell you, and I think I told you this before, I didn't realize it's been 28 years since you all been doing this annual Leap dinner thing. I have never been to one. Oh my gosh. This will be the first year I'm going. I'm going with my my Long Wharf theater friends, uh, Bill Azeltine and uh, uh, Ruby uh, Melton. So oh, I'm going to be at the Schubert with them this year. For the first time in 28 years, I'm going to leap shindig. So, Well, give, uh, give uh, Bill and uh, Ruby a hug, especially Bill, a hug this year. Yeah, yeah. It's a, you know, yes, we are holding him in our prayers and in our hearts. So how are you? Good, good. You know, it's a busy time for us. We've got, you know, our after school program restarting for the uh, spring, winter, spring semester. And then uh, at the same time, we have this giant event that we run uh, <laughs> all over, uh, all over the, uh, all over the city, all over the county. And now we've even got uh, some event that we've got a dinner I'm going to be uh, joining down in New York City. Um, and we've got uh virtual events now as well or virtual dinners um so it's uh you know our development team does amazing work um uh, pulling this event off and all of our wonderful sponsors who make it possible it's just uh it's an exciting time but it's a busy time it's a busy time for us so when you when you imagine this dinner 28 years ago what was the thinking well i have to say you know it was actually uh uh, a suggestion that uh, came from um just one of our advisors uh, year, years ago and um, our uh, several of our board members really took it up. And I have to say, I think I probably thought it was a little crazy um, <laughs> because it's, you know, most most uh, nonprofits wisely have like one dinner, you know, and uh, <laughs> and it's like one big dinner and everybody gets a piece of chicken or, you know, or now you could also get a vegetarian dish and and uh, not back then, though. <laughs> and uh, uh, and we have you know, somewhere between, depending on the year, 20 and 30 dinners. And, um, you know, it, uh, it was, uh, the the idea I think has always been that um, we're, we're an educational and uh, community development organization at our heart. And so for our biggest fundraiser, uh, we do uh, an event that really is about uh, education and building community. And, um all of these dinners uh, provide the opportunity for people to get to know folks that they may not not otherwise know. We think of New Haven as a small town, but there's so many different parts of our town, different amazing people in our city, and um, uh, so many of us don't know each other. And so it's a great opportunity to build community and to learn uh, from amazing uh, experts. Uh, it's a city full of experts. Everybody's an expert on something, and <laughs> this is a, a wonderful venue for for people to share that expertise, um, and you know, from uh, conversations on 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 the arts to criminal justice uh, reform, um, to uh, advocating for for children, uh, to cooking classes, you know, it's kind of there's something in there for for everybody, and 
sometimes you kind of want to do one thing one year and something totally different <laughs> a different year. And so uh, we try to try to accommodate everyone. I, I love it because the idea is you have like there there are all kinds of themes to this thing. Like That's it's right. not just like forgive my my camera. I'm having like tech issues. It's doing its own Andy Warhol thing. I don't know what that's about. Just but... own it. Just say, you know, it's intentional. Yeah, part, I'm, I'm of, part of the show. I'm owning it. So 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 people can sort of go look look at the laundry list of dinners and say, that's you know what? I might want a Syrian dinner. I want to sit with folks talking about reentry. I might, and it's all done in a very intimate sort of way. Like it's not like 70,000 people at a dinner. It's Right. 20 people, maybe 10, 15 people. Like how many people? That's right. I mean, some of the dinners are smaller, kind of the range of 10, but they really don't get bigger than 20. Some of our virtual dinners get bigger where we're bringing together, you know, experts from uh, from different places. We have an amazing uh, uh, dinner, a virtual dinner. Uh, one of our virtual dinners is uh, uh, brings together uh, two uh, filmmakers, um, both of whom have strong connections to New Haven, uh, Shauna uh, Waterman, who runs the TV operations for Vin Diesel mm-hmm. um, and is a former leaper, um, and uh, Frank Chi, um, who's a filmmaker uh, who just made the documentary um, 38 at the Garden about Jeremy Lin, which was on uh, HBO and uh, was shortlisted for the Oscars, but he was robbed. Um, and uh, 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 but he's, you know, he grew up in, uh, in Beaver Hills and his family, uh, parents still live here. Um, so, uh, uh, you know, one's in LA, one's in New York and, and, um, they're both doing this, uh, virtual dinner talking about, uh, you know, how Hollywood works and, and their experiences as people, uh, people of color from, uh, uh, from New Haven, but as very successful, uh, you know, uh, folks who are very successful in television and, and in the movies. So are people eager to to uh, host? Like, are, do you have to turn people away? Like, wh- do you have a cutoff? Like somebody says, oh, I wanted, you know, do you, I mean, because this is, a, you have to manage this thing. So no, no, I mean, you know, you are right. This is a lot to manage. Our team, uh, uh, our development office does an amazing job managing this, but also we have a wonderful team of volunteers, um, our, what we call our leap year event committee, um, who, uh, put in enormous hours. It is very complex, right? It, it's uh, finding um, hosts uh, who will host the dinner because people actually make their homes available or uh, or rent out a restaurant and they provide the food. Um, and then it, we have to identify that committee working with our development team identifies uh, the guests of honor, the kind of amazing people who are going to speak about their life's work. And um, and then, you, then they have to do a lot of pairing to figure out who would be right and figure out, you know, how big a dinner should be based on the kind of conversation and all of that. So um, it, it it's a lot of complexity. We try not to have um, the same host, uh, you know, two years in a row. Um, the, the team tries to do that just because it's a lot of work and we don't want to burn anybody out. We want to give people opportunities to do it. But we have some folks who are so loyal and been doing with us, doing this with us really since the very beginning and being hosts. Um, since the beginning, we have, you know, um, some, uh, you know, guests of uh, honor who've, um, uh, you know, who've come back, uh, a couple of uh, folks with the New York Times who've come back, you know, and, and been guests of honor and, and speakers for us several times. Um, and, uh, you know, so there's, uh, it is, it is a science, but it's also an art, and we have just the right team of folks who who make that possible. 
So what happened during the pandemic? Because, you know, we were locked down for three years. What did you do? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we, we had to really figure <laughs> that one out. So the first the first year, uh, so we were very lucky in one way, which was that we had, this dinner is always like the last Thursday of February. Okay. So, uh, so in the first year of the pandemic, we had this dinner. And then, you know, three weeks later, the country shut down, right? The state shut down, the country shut down. And so it was just luck of the draw, luck of timing. Um, and unfortunately, nobody got sick at any of the dinners or anything. It was like, that's when the pandemic, you know, hit in, in March, you know, just a, just a few weeks later. Um, the following year, we went to uh, we went to a virtual um, all on Zoom. And um, uh, for most people, Zoom was pretty new. And so that was pretty cool. And people were excited about it and they wanted a way to socialize. And so we ran a big Zoom set of Zoom dinners. Um, wow. and, uh, people joined those dinners. We actually had it so that you could uh, get a, a, a dinner. We work with a bunch of uh, it, it was important to us to, to support local restaurants at that time um, who were obviously were just taking a beating. And so uh, we worked with them. And um, instead of our hosts uh, providing dinners at their homes, our hosts uh, contributed to a pool of dollars that then uh, went to pay local restaurants. And then, uh, you know, when you bought your ticket that came with a meal from a local restaurant that you could uh, pick up um, or we could have delivered to you. And, and, uh, and so everybody still got a meal and they ate together, but they ate together on zoom. Um, and then uh, slowly we've gone back to um, more in person. So last year um, we had both uh, uh, virtual and some in-person dinners and we did our reception uh, uh, all uh, virtual. This year, again, we're doing our our reception uh, virtually. Um, and uh, uh, we, we've got a majority of dinners this year that are in person, but we still have a few that are virtual. Our goal, you know, really ideally would be to get to a place where we could be like the rest, you know, like we'd all like to be back fully, uh, fully in person um, to be able to do a, a full reception in person. But um, it, that that's still hard. Uh, and, um, uh, and, you know, it does look like kind of COVID is the COVID numbers in, in New Haven County are really starting to come down a bit. Um, and so, uh, uh, you know, we're, we're feeling a bit better, but not, not yet ready to have a full large in-person reception then followed by everybody leaving that and going off to their dinners. So it's almost would be designed to <laughs> for a for a COVID outbreak. So uh, given the model, but we're hoping that by next year we can be fully in person. So we've gone from fully virtual uh, to mostly in person, and ideally we'd like to get back to to fully in person because what makes this event special is all of that you know interpersonal contact and the opportunity to meet people and to have these conversations around a dinner table. So most of our dinners will be like that, but our big reception will still be virtual this year. And so, we do a okay. nice, a very good virtual dinners as well. I like that. I mean, 28 years is a is a is a is a a long time. It's institutionalized. Yeah, so that's how <laughs> I... it's very institutionalized. Like people buzz about this thing. Like people are like, well, where are you going? Well, which one are you going to? And what are you gonna do? And blah, blah, blah. blah. I was like, Ooh, and I and I'm I, I feel so embarrassed to say I've never I don't know what happened over the 28 years that I was never able to make one of these things, but I will be there this year. So um is this the largest fundraiser for the organization? 
It is. It, it is our, it, you know, we have uh, some smaller events through, throughout the year. We will have a, uh, Julia's run, which is a, uh, a road race that we'll uh, do in Edgewood park. Um, and, uh, uh and we have, a, uh, another in-person, um, event for our donors in the fall, but those are, are one day relatively, uh, quick turnaround, uh, type events. This is our, our big one. It's also our big one in terms of dollars. So, um, we'd be looking, uh, you know, our, our goal here is to raise about $350,000. Whoa. So it is a uh, it 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 is institutional in that you know people in the community really have embraced it over the years and really are excited when our list of dinners comes out and it you know we we sell out you know a lot of the dinners very quickly and um, we still do have some dinners available so people can go for go to leapforkids.org/lye for leap year event so l e a p f o r k i d s dot o r g slash LYE and and still buy still buy tickets. Um we'll be selling tickets I, I think for about another week. Um and uh, uh the dinners are um on the 23rd and uh, which is a Thursday and then also um on the uh, Saturday we have a few dinners uh, on the 25th. Um but it's uh it, it's a big uh a big event for us in terms of our fundraising. Um and uh you know a, a big chunk of that is the tickets we sell but even more of it is the wonderful um sponsors that we have and and we're just so excited by um how how much the the business community in particular has embraced um the uh, leap year event and and you know their uh, kind of uh, big uh, big contribution so we have donors um like noble uh, wealth advisors and and uh, of Janie Montgomery Scott, um, you know we have uh, uh, George Ellis. We have some individual donors like uh, Roger Ibbotson. These are kind of our lead um, sponsors, what we call our our hero sponsors. But we have about eighty or hundred sponsors. You know, uh, companies that that get are giving between uh, five hundred dollars and twenty five thousand um, dollars, and so that's a a big part of how we. Uh, raise this large sum of money. Uh, it's the tickets that we sell, and it's these the, the the companies and individuals who come in and sponsor us every year. And the, and the great thing is, so many of them now are are with us year after year, and then we add a few more, um, you know, every year. So, what what do you think that is a, a testament to? Because now you've got you've got leap leap children who are leap children who are now adults. That's and they're right. coming coming back into the coming back and saying, I was a leap. I was somewhere and somebody was talking about they were someone famous, I think. I was somewhere and they were talking about they were a leap kid. And I was like, what? Yeah. So it's been far reaching. So what do you what do you make of that? Yeah, I mean, there have been tens of thousands of young people who've gone through leap, right? And and that uh that does have like lots of ramifications. And it it ranges from, you know, we have the attorney general of California, Rob Bonsa, was a counselor in Leap. The, uh, mayor of uh, uh, Lincoln, Nebraska, Lirian Gaylor, uh, worked for LEAP. We have a school superintendent in Minnesota uh, who was a LEAP counselor. And um, we have lots of New Haven public school teachers, uh, police officers, firefighters, uh, assistant chief of, of the fi of fire department is a former LEAPer, um, school principals um, throughout uh, uh, throughout New Haven and, and Connecticut. Um, and the rest of the country too, right? In in New York City as well, we've got uh, got some school principals and teachers, and so um, 
And then, uh, you know, so many young people who've gone on to um, uh, uh, just live amazing lives and, and um, you know, either who started at LEAP as little kids or who started at LEAP as high school students working for us. Um, you know, I, uh, uh, Cliff Watson, um, who's a wonderful uh, uh, fellow who, uh, uh, who's now uh, Dr. Cliff Watson, and he's at uh, uh, you know, he's at Hill House, uh, graduated from Hill House, I think he was captain of the football team there, and and is now um, at Wesleyan, uh, on the faculty at Wesleyan, and um, runs uh, their community service operations in addition to being on the faculty, and has done amazing work helping to uh, uh, build out the uh, program so that um, Folks who are in prison in Connecticut can uh, not just take classes at uh, Wesleyan, but also uh, graduate with a Wesleyan degree, which is one of the only places that's true in the entire country. So people are having impact coming out of that LEAP experience um, and, and doing amazing work in lots of different ways. Um, you know, uh, uh, Ty Richardson, who's on our board, um, is uh, uh, one of the leaders in the uh, juvenile probation um, in uh uh, particularly in, in Fairfield County, but um, but across the state, um, and you know has brought kind of his experience at LEAP into the work that he does in juvenile probation, right? So uh, it, it ranges from uh, you know uh, uh, ranges really across the board. One of our speakers um, this this year um, at the uh, dinner uh, in New York is um, uh, uh, Nick Turner, who I you know I said. I asked him, hey, Nick, would you be willing to do a dinner uh, for us in New York? And he said, absolutely. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm a big supporter of LEAP. You, you may not know this, but when I uh, he, he was he went to law school at Yale, I said, when I was at law school at Yale, I uh, I was a LEAP counselor for a year and it really made it possible for me to survive the first year of law school. Right. And so, you know, it, it, the the impact, I think, um, you know, we, we often think about it as the impact that it has on little kids and uh, but it also has a big impact on the high school and college students and and how they go on and and live their lives. Mm. So, Henry, do you do you do you think about these conversations that that schools are having across the country about how to educate kids? I mean, because mm -hmm. you could have opened a school. I mean, you could have. I mean, you have that talent. You could have opened a school, but you didn't. <laughs> you you did this. Uh, do you get in those conversations? Do people ask you your opinion about well, what what do you think kids need? What are kids should be learning and that kind of stuff. Do you have a, an opinion about that? You know, I, it's interesting. I actually, uh, we had about a two hour meeting yesterday, uh, a group of us who are, uh, uh, who um, are uh, directors of uh, youth agencies in, in New Haven are working uh, to develop uh, literacy strategies, phonics based literacy, literacy strategies consistent with what the Board of Education, the shift the Board of Education is making and that or New Haven Public Schools are making and that um, the, the mayor's office is uh, kind of uh, targeting and that there's been this huge discussion about. And so we've been quietly meeting to talk about you know, folks like uh, LEAP, um, New Haven Reads, uh, Boys and Girls Club, um, others, uh, you know, talking about how can we be supportive? What can we do uh, to um, make sure that kids are getting some of that uh, literacy instruction, um, particularly phonics-based, science, uh, scientifically uh, kind of uh, based uh, literacy instruction um, uh, after school and in summer camps, 
still the majority of that should be social emotional learning should still be um, introducing kids to, to things they can't do in school but how can we provide that extra support why do i do this instead of schools um i i think uh in some ways the schools have become um so focused uh not new haven schools uniquely but uh, around the country they've become so focused on uh trying to develop a workforce uh students who are ready for a workforce right and um you know and, and as a result a lot of other things have uh have suffered uh and um one of the things i really value in leap or organizations like leap is that we're not so focused on where a kid is going to wind up we're very focused on where the kid is now where that child is now and the opportunity for that child to have a full childhood right that it's not just about well this child when they become an adult will be valuable to society they're valuable now and they're uh and and society needs to value them and uh, a place like leap really embraces that that idea right and so you know, we want kids to camp you know do overnight camping go to, go into the wilderness experience that or to play sports and and enjoy them even if they're not going to the nba or or what have you right but to enjoy childhood um for childhood's sake not because it's going to raise their test scores or something like that right or it's going to make them more career ready we do that work you know we we're the largest employer of young people in the city certainly but um, and, and we care about that and we try to be a good employer, but we also care very deeply that children get to be children, that they get to go camping, not because camping will make them better at something in the future, but because children, particularly children of color from low income neighborhoods deserve to be campers. They deserve to learn how to swim, to be excited uh, about it, uh, to go back and, and talk about their childhood uh, you know, as they get older, talk about their childhood as the amazing things they did and the places they went and, and what they tried. And I, I think that with that, you know, it, it, all those other things will work themselves out about the future. Um, but we need to tackle poverty. We need to tackle um, lack of opportunity, not just for what it will say about the future, but what it means for our children now. And uh, yeah, so I, I guess that's why I'm in it, right? Like that's why I do this. And uh, you know, it's uh, you know, sometimes it's 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 big picture stuff, and sometimes it's just you know, knowing that uh, uh, you know that that there, if you do this kind of thing well, um, and you try to uh, improve all the time, we don't get everything right. Um, you will have those generations of young people who now are in leadership positions, um, uh, you know, uh, around the state, in our city and across the country. Um, even if you don't focus on uh, on uh, the future as much as just making sure that you do what you do here now well for these kids who deserve it. Mm. Do you miss city government? Do you miss running <laughs> city government? Do you miss it? Oh, gosh. Uh, not really. Not not most days. You know, maybe when uh, I need a street light fixed or something like that, right? <laughs> <laughs> but most days I'm really happy where I am. Like I, you know, I, I have the great fortune of um, you know, being in a in an organization at Leap where there's all of this young emerging talent, you know, certainly the the children we work with, but also watching teenagers um, you know, uh 
make these plans about where to go to college and try to figure that out, um, you know, and uh, it's, um, you know, figure helping raise the, the funds to be able to uh, make sure that um, high school kids have jobs, you know, and that our our 14 year olds get a bit of a stipend too. And, you know, that, that, um, that brings real value. I will say, you know, uh, working in city government was very, could be nerve wracking, right? The politics of it could be nerve wracking. Um, but it's, it's a lot more high pressure to, to work in, in, uh, in a youth agency because you're worried every day about every kid getting home safe. And they're your responsibility when they're you know, not just me, but you know, all of our employees, they're our, our kids, um, our community's kids are our responsibility when they're under our care. And sometimes, you know, uh, kids will break a leg or, or an arm and, you know, you, you, that that is more nerve wracking than probably a, any role I had in city government. Hmm. So do you think you'll you'll consider public office <laughs> again in your me. life? You're pushing me here, man. I, I, I love I'm just, it. I'm just I mean, because I I I, I know you and. I know you and I know the work that you've done. And I know the good that you've done in the city. And, you know, yeah, I had to ask the question. So. I, I mean, I, all the yeah, talented I people. Yeah, yeah. I, I appreciate the question. I, I don't think so. I kind of like, you know, when, when I walk into a room, nobody thinks that I'm there to like try to get elected to anything. They just think I'm there for what I'm there for, which is to try to figure out how to solve problems. Um, and, you know, it means that, uh, you know, People understand what LEAP is and they understand my role in LEAP, right? And uh, I don't think anybody thinks that I'm there for some other reason. I like that. You know, I think there's when you're in politics, um, there's you can do amazing things, right? I mean, you can make a big difference. And I think, you know, the work that I was able to do that um, others were able, that, that I, you know, that I was able to watch others do. Um, has, in fact, transformed the city. The city is fundamentally different than it was you know, in, in uh, you know, 1992, when we started LEAP, or in, I guess, 99, when I went into work in city government, right, it, it is a different place. Um, and there are things that we still need to figure out and work on, right, that, that uh, you know, we, we need to figure out how a growing city um, is growing for everyone, you know, and, and how we have, um, uh, you know, as biotech buildings go up, how does that create jobs uh, for for everyone in the city? And how does that uh, create political power for everyone in the city so they have a voice in this city as it goes forward? And I mean, everyone, right? Whether that's, um, you know, a, a family in New Hallville or a family that's just arrived uh, from Mexico, um, you know, that this is a uh, this is a, a, an amazing city because it's so diverse and um, city government, uh, state government they give the opportunity for uh, making big changes, systemic changes in people's lives. So I think that that's really important work. It's not where I am. You know, I, I, I'm trying to build a, uh, with, uh, build a great team to lead an amazing organization. And we have a great team. So I feel like I've been successful in that. I do. I enjoy going, you know, downtown and saying like, Hey, Gateway Community College, I had something to do with that. Right. Or, um, you know, seeing the, the work that so many people um, in city government did to rebuild the schools. And, you know, so, so we have some, some very nice school buildings and, and having been part of that, I feel good about, um, you know, those are all, uh, those are all things that, that I can feel good about in my hometown, but 
what I what I love doing right now in my life is this work at Leap and the uh, and the amazing community that we've been able to to build there. And and gosh, I mean, we're we're now in the process of um, uh, working with the city to to uh, to potentially extend our uh, relationship at the Q House for another five years, which has been wonderful to bring um, that uh, with our team in, into operation and to work with the advice the q house advisory board work with the board of alders uh to and the uh, the mayor's office to to bring that um to uh, reality um has been exciting and um it'd be hard to do that if if uh, uh if folks if i walked into a room and folks thought i had political ambition so i'm i'm good where i am and i enjoy people saying oh that's the guy from leap and he wants to get the q house open and and be supportive of you know the QS advisory board and the board of alders and the mayor's office in in making that possible. So, uh, any thoughts to a, writing a a memoir or or uh, a book on what you've learned or what you know thus far? You know, it's interesting. I I well, first off, I feel like I am far too young to write a memoir. I hope <laughs> I hope I actually do something else valuable in my life right before you know before I get to the age of uh, memoir writing. Um, but thanks, Bab. Now, uh, Bab, <laughs> you know, like, you know, oof. shouldn't you write a book now that you're pretty much done? I'm like, oh, I no, but oh, I, I think, I think, I think you be have like du, be like Du Bois, where it's like you have to write four times because you live, you know, for 100 years, well, you got like a bunch of books, right? That's not a bad thing. But you, you have a wealth of experience that not a lot of people have. I mean, you, I mean, you, you watched, uh, uh, you created a youth serving organization. You've been in city government. You're an attorney by trade. You know, I mean, <laughs> I mean, you know a thing or two. So, um, and I, and it could add to the landscape of, of all the discussions. I mean, you're a black man. And so you stand at the intersection of race and, 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 and all that. I mean, there's a lot to unpack that I think would be compelling um uh to add to the to the larger conversation of the day well most people actually only only know me now as just being married to kikamato so <laughs> you know, <laughs> this younger generation they're like aren't you kikamato's is uh <laughs> like i uh, ever did anything here so or you know they know me as mr henry the guy from leap right so those are kind of my my two my my two claims to fame, right, is you know my my wife is a great drummer and an activist and uh, and uh, uh, leader and and I'm the I'm Mr. Henry from Leap, right? So <laughs> I, I think look, I think we ought to we ought to spend more time telling our stories, right? I, I think the, the you know what what you do and what the uh, what the independent does, uh, like these like uh, I can't remember what it's called, but the stories on the street. I think yes, yeah, I think those are wonderful, right? I think telling the stories of this city, you know, um, I was uh, uh, at the uh, Q House, we had the honor of, of hosting the memorial service for, for George Edwards. Um, mm. And uh, I just came across um, in the archives uh, at the Q House, um, the uh, uh, front page story when uh, the Panthers were arrested, um, including, uh, uh, including uh, him. And, uh, you know, and all their pictures were across the front page of the register. And, you know, it, it it's I realized I was like, wow, we, we have to make sure these stories are told um, and shared. And we need to be a place that can collect those stories and uh, and share them at, because, um, you know, and not only was he uh, on there on the front page with his picture, uh, but so was uh, Warren Kimbrough. 
right? And you know, so um, and, and we think about you know we're now uh, that generation is is passing away. Um, how do we make sure those stories are captured? And but then you know th those kind of uh, stories on the street um, are also really interesting and powerful and it goes back to the leap year dinners it's people telling their stories right and the things they've studied and the the experiences they've had as a journalist or as a uh as a filmmaker or um as a as a chef right and that these stories are are uh they kind of weave together in this amazing fabric that is new haven um so i love i love what you do and and telling people stories and giving opportunities to people like me to tell a story uh, tell my story um, or leap story uh, is, 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 it, it, I think it brings us all together. I think but, so. We've come a, we've come a mighty long way, Henry Fernandez, you <laughs> and I, we've come a mighty long way. That's right. That is right. That is so, right. All right. So um, I want people to uh, go to the, to the uh, leap site. There's still time to get tickets. I don't be like me and wait 28 years to get to a damn dinner. You could go this year <laughs> right. leapforkids.org slash lye if you don't if if you want to be in person we still have some in-person dinners a lot of the dinners are sold out so and and i think the rest of them will sell out this this week so or over the uh over the next week so please uh go uh, leapforkids.org slash lye um and uh uh we have uh, in-person dinners and we have uh for those folks who'd rather do something virtually um we have virtual dinners they're just super fun, super exciting, great way to hear from somebody brilliant and meet some of your neighbors. Mm. Now, do you, before I let you go, because I know you got to go, do you do you go to a bunch of them during that night or do you just settle down at one place? I tend to settle down at one place because I I, I uh, host the, uh, the virtual reception. Um, and this year we're giving out um, uh, some uh, some wonderful awards to people who've been supportive of New Haven children uh, generally, um, but uh, LEAP specifically. So uh, Tony Walker is getting an award um, this year. Rosa DeLauro is getting an award this year. Um, and uh, uh, so I, I host that. Um, and uh, But I usually go to one dinner on Thursday. Most of the dinners on, are on Thursday. Uh, this year, I'll be going to the dinner in New York on Thursday. And then um, I go to uh, a dinner on Saturday. So I'm 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 one of the people who winds up at, at two dinners, um, but it's virtually impossible to do more than one dinner a night. Um, and definitely with me going to New York, I'm 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 a one dinner man. I, <laughs> I think I convinced Kika to come with me to dinner in New York. So <laughs> that sounds like a sounds like a lovely evening and the weather will be nice. So who knows? So I hope so. I hope so. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, it, the weather's a little crazy right now. I know we're 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 having Virginia in Connecticut. I That's love right. it. After we I had Alaska, it. Oh. I, <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much, Henry Fernandez. It is always good to see you and talk to you. I appreciate it. And uh, uh, there you go. There's the event right there. That's right. Leapforkids.org/lye and uh, uh, get your tickets and and come on down and have a great time. Thanks, Thank Pat. Henry. Have a good one. I'll see you soon. You too. Bye -bye. All right. Happy Friday. All right, Harry. I'm out. Thank you, Hi, Harry Drills, for a wonderful week. From New Haven, and uh, I'll see you all on and Monday. You're listening to WNHHLP 103.5 FM.
streaming live at newhavenindependent.org. Listen, baby, ain't no mountain high, ain't no valley low, ain't no river wide enough, baby. If you need me, call me, no matter where you are, no matter how far. Don't worry, baby, just call my name, I'll be there in a hurry, you don't have to worry, cause 